Welcome to The Will Evans Show, a podcast that is meant to teach you everything you did not learn in school. Today, we are going to be in the news, and then I'm going to coach you up. Let's go. I have been receiving a lot of different articles from a couple of different people saying, hey, you need to talk about this. And one of those is a trend that is on TikTok, Instagram Reels, all that stuff. And it's actually a trend that I'm all for. It's labeled loud budgeting goes viral. What to know about this hot money trend? And it a lot of it is talking about Gen Z, which is my generation. And one of the things that I read in the article, it says this new trend is called loud budgeting and it's gaining traction as a no shame approach amid today's personal finance re- realities, especially for Gen Z. It goes on to say TikTok posters, for example, are saying they can't venture out for dinner, they can't buy brand new clothes, they have to buy secondhand instead, and they don't have any extra cash to spend during the month after they pay their rent, car payments, and credit card bills. Loud budgeting is part philosophy, part practicality, Erica Sandberg, a personal finance expert, said. And one thing that I like about this is the honesty And the openness, uh, the vulnerability that is coming with this, because for so long, your uh, boomers, Gen X, uh, millennials, everything, I remember growing up and it was like a thing like, oh, you should never ask people how much money they make. You should never know how much money your parents make. You should never, you just don't ask those questions. It's like asking a woman, hey, how much do you weigh? That's the kind of reactions you got when you ask someone, how much money do you make? But what I love about this trend that's going on is saying, hey, it, it, it is what it is. And they're not saying, oh, like, poor me. I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, the interest rates are so high, all this stuff. It, it's a trend of saying, hey, like, I'm going to get on a budget no shame about it. Like, it is what it is. Like, this this is reality. And I love that Gen Z has started to realize that, hey, just because these circumstances are hard doesn't mean that I'm going to wait for someone else to fix my problem. Like, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to get on a budget. I'm going to start doing all these things. Who cares that I can't venture out for dinner? I can't buy brand new clothes. But one thing that uh, I want to make sure that you understand from this whole loud budgeting trend going on, like, yes, it is a, a no-shame approach to the, the realities that we're facing right now, is that you have to get on a plan. I don't know how many times that this is one of the biggest points of my show is you have to be on a plan, you have to submit yourself to someone else's plan because your plan is not working. Your plan sucks. Like it it just, there's no easy way to say it other than your plan's not working. You need to try something else. 
If I was meeting with a personal trainer and uh, I'm sitting here, uh, if I have a, I'm overweight and then I start gaining weight, I'm not going to go to that personal trainer. So it's the same thing with you. If you're doing the same thing over and over again and it's not working, you're just going deeper into a hole, you have to find something else to do. You have to find a plan that works. That's one thing I love about the baby steps. The baby steps work. They've worked for tens of millions of people. They've worked for me and Kendall. Me and Kendall paid off $28,000 of debt in five months. One of the biggest things was budgeting. We got on a budget. And another thing that... I want to take note of from this trend is that, hey, it's okay to talk about the struggles you are going through. Don't, when it comes to money, people shut down. That's what they tend to do. They tend to shut down and they don't want to talk about it because they're embarrassed. But I want to break that and say, hey, you don't have to be in this situation alone. You don't have to go through this by yourself. It is okay to say, I need help. That's literally what I do, is I try to be there for people that need help. So when it comes to getting on a plan, I can show you how to win with money. But what it takes is you being vulnerable and you saying, hey, I need some help. And I know that's hard for a lot of people, especially uh, people that, you know, you you just, you don't want to uh, hurt your reputation. You don't, you don't want to, uh, people to know that you're struggling, but everybody, it seems like nowadays is struggling with their money, but there is a way for you to win with your money. And so one of the things about the loud budgeting and how You are understanding that, hey, it's tough out here right now. Uh, But one thing with that is you need to understand that, hey, it is okay to ask for help. And and we'll talk about that later in the show. Uh, You'll hear kind of some of the stuff that I do if you're new to the show of, hey, I do financial coaching. That is one of the things I love to do is to help people that are struggling with their money get on a plan, get on a budget, and look at what the Bible says about money and learn how to win with your money. Another article that I read, and guys, this is this has just been going on for so long. I feel like it's just uh, a dog chasing its tail at this point. Of course, got to talk about student loans. People still aren't paying their student loans. And, uh, People also are going. They're going into um, more credit card debt. Credit card debt is spiking. Uh, credit card delinquencies is spiking. People are just out here struggling. And I read this article. It says student loan payments may be to blame for a spike in credit card delinquencies. So one thing on student loans right now, obviously. People's student loans started back up. The whole idea of Biden being able to forgive your student loans, that went down the drain when the Supreme Court blocked it. Student loan 
uh, payments started back up. The problem is people aren't paying their student loans. And uh, I was even, I had lunch with a, a buddy a couple weeks ago. He's in flight school and we were talking and he was telling me how much his student loan payment was and it was outrageous. And uh, so I, I understand where you're at when it comes to you being in student loan debt and all this stuff. But this article goes on to talk about credit card delinquencies and how that is starting to spike. And it says a growing number of Americans are falling behind on their monthly credit card payments and student loan repayments could be to blame. Credit card delinquencies tumbled in the early days of the pandemic as the government sent trillions in stimulus money to American homes and businesses. However, delinquencies have steadily ticked higher as a result of high inflation, high interest rates, which have hindered Americans' ability to pay off their credit card balances each month. So, uh, somebody sent me this article and and said, hey, what do you think about this? What are your thoughts? Well, my thoughts on this is... The, the the problem that we are running into now is that when COVID was going on, when COVID was a thing back in 2020, people got very comfortable not having to pay their student loan payment. They got all this COVID money, the stimulus money. They got all this money, and yet they did not use that money for anything useful. I read a study that talked about There was a big percentage of people that used it on partying, on vacations. They didn't actually use it for their financial troubles. They didn't use it to pay their bills or to pay uh, their debt off. They used it for personal gain. And now you have those people that they're complaining. They're saying, oh, well, now I can't make my student loan payment. I now can't make my credit card payment. I I can't do any of this stuff. And it's just not fair that... I have this massive student loan payment and now I have these credit card bills I can't pay. All of this stuff, I mean, it's just, like I said, this is a dog chasing its tail. And eventually, you have to get to the point to where you say, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of chasing my tail. I'm sick of being in debt. I'm sick of worrying about, hey, when's my next paycheck going to hit? I'm sick of being in debt and I'm sick of borrowing money because the only thing that comes from borrowing money is pain, anxiety, uh, depression. That There's nothing good that comes from this because this, this is these are the articles I'm reading of people struggling. And so, It's the same thing we were just talking about when it comes to getting on a plan. Once you get on a plan, to stay committed to this plan, you have to sit down and say, why am I doing this? Talked about this a little bit on my last show as well. You have to understand your why. One of the biggest things for me and Kendall when we were paying off our $28,000 of debt, part of that was student loans, part of that was a car loan. The biggest thing, or one of the biggest things that helped us stay on plan was we knew why we were doing this. Because we knew 
that if we could pay off all of this debt, peace would come with that. Because we didn't owe anybody anything. And so now we were five months into our marriage, paid off all of our debt. We started stacking cash in the bank. Now we do not have the the worry, the anxiety. We didn't have any of that when it comes to money anymore because we decided we were not going to live that way anymore. And one of our biggest whys behind doing this is we wanted to change our family tree. We didn't want our our future family to know the weight that debt has on a family. Because it, it is it is heartbreaking to see, hey, people, uh, they're, or you're having credit card delinquencies spike. You're having people not being able to pay their student loan payments. That's very sad. But... And the, the, the question is always, how do we fix that? How, how do we get out of this? Well, one thing is you got to get on a plan. You got to understand your why. And that plan, I can't help you with your why. But you have to, get to, to understand your why. You have to get to a point of, of saying, hey, I can't do this anymore. Something has to change. You have to draw a line in the sand and say, I'm not going to borrow money anymore. But when it comes to a plan, I can help you get on a plan. A plan is simple. It's the baby steps. It's n- nothing that I came up with. I wish I did. But is it, a, it is a plan that has helped tens of millions of people. And is it, a, it is a plan that can help you and your family get out of debt, build wealth, and be outrageously generous. You're listening to The Will Evans Show. Hey guys, it's Will. I know this show is all about what you didn't learn in school, but for some of you, you need a little more personalized help, and that's what Evans Financial Coaching is. I specialize in helping people pay off debt and build wealth. If this is you, I've put my contact info in the show notes, so please reach out. I'm here to help you. Evans Financial Coaching, creating paths to financial freedom. Welcome back to the Will Evans Show. We've been talking about a lot of different articles that I've been sent, and one of the things that I love about this show is that I get to answer your questions. And so I had a question come in on Instagram. I I put something out of my story and I said, hey, if you have a question about money, life, just a question in general you want me to answer, send it in. And one of the questions came in and it was a a guy and he was saying, hey, I just started budgeting, but I keep busting my budget. What can I do? Can you help me? So when it comes to budgeting – We've talked about budgeting a good bit on this show, but one of the things that you have to remember when it comes to budgeting is that it takes about three months. It takes about 90 days to really lock in your budget because if you've never done a budget before, it's kind of scary when you start to realize how much money you are throwing away on useless spending and you just not knowing where your money's going. So yes, you may be busting your budget, but you need to, one, set uh, realistic uh, expectations for your budget, but two, 
give it 90 days. And in those first three months, hey, you're adjusting throughout the month, but also look back at the first month. Okay, well, where did I bust my budget? And how can I be better next month? Do I need to, uh, do I need to be more disciplined or do I need to be more realistic? If you put on there, you're only going to give yourself $10 for uh, groceries. Okay, well, that's not realistic. We need to up that. But if you put on there, hey, uh, I'm, a, I'm a single guy and I, I put $500 for groceries and I'm going over that. Okay, well, now we need to be a little more disciplined because uh, Kendall and I, we spend $400 a month on groceries for the two of us. So you have to really do a deep dive into your budget of saying, okay, I need to set realistic expectations. But also when it comes to budgeting, you have to be disciplined. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the show of, hey, you have to know your why. Because... If you don't have a why, if you're just doing this just to do it, it's probably not going to work out for you. But when it comes to your budget, if you're saying, hey, I'm not going back to where I used to be, and you understand your why, it lights a fire under you, and that discipline comes with that because you're saying, hey, I don't want to go back to what, a, what I used to be, so I'm, going to, I'm not going to go out to eat. I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z because I'm... Whatever I set in the budget, that is what I'm going to do. If I say I'm only going to spend $150 on groceries, I'm only going to spend $150 on groceries, even if I'm eating rice and beans, beans and rice, ramen noodles, uh, rice and chicken. I'm, even if I'm eating this cheap stuff, I'm not going to break or bust my budget because I understand my wife. Your why is so powerful, and when it comes to budgeting, if you if you really need some help, reach out to me because I would love I love sitting down with people, helping them do a budget because a budget if you've never done it before it can be overwhelming, and so and that that's one of the things you heard in the commercial. I'm a financial coach. It's one of the things I do a lot is helping people create a budget and get on budget. As always, it's a big thank you to Ben for making this show run. And remember that no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. This is The Will Evans Show.